welcome Mauya. Karibu sana Mwaiseni. Hello, I'm Shaminya Jeka and thank you for taking time to join me for yet another episode on the Kalabash of Service. Yes, it is that show that talks about all things service from an African perspective. This week's podcast comes to you from the land known as the House of Stone. Yes, Zimbabwe, my motherland. It has been a refreshing and well-spent week in my home village, Vukutwa village, in Nyanga, in the eastern highlands of Zimbabwe. It's a really beautiful part of Zimbabwe, which if you have not yet visited it, be sure to put it on your travel bucket list. So over the past weeks, I've done quite a bit of traveling and I always treasure my travel time as it gives me the chance to do one of my favorite pastimes, which is reading. I always take advantage of long distance journeys to do some leisure reading, which by the way, I don't often get to do as much as I would like to due to work commitments. Well, this time, my dad gave me a really interesting book to read. It is called Hustle Like a West African. It is a book written by Edwin Ngwane, who is coincidentally from Zambia, the country I have been living and working from for the past couple of years. I am still reading it, but so far, I found this book to be quite informative, practical, and thought-provoking. Yet, more importantly for me, is the fact that the author draws important lessons and inspiration from within Africa. Now, although this book isn't entirely about customer service, as I've been reading, I've been thinking deeply about the implications of its contents on customer service. And in this episode, I would like to share with you a few of these thoughts that have been going up in my mind. So stay tuned. Welcome back. So just before the break, I was sharing with you about a book that I'm currently reading, Hustle, like a West African, by Edwin Ngwane, a Zambian author. Now, as I've been reading this book, I couldn't help but connect with the contents of this book, mainly because it draws inspiration from the African people. Now, by now, you know that this is what I advocate for, harnessing our Africanness for competitive advantage. Now, apart from just drawing inspiration from our Africanness, we need to harness our African culture, our African ideologies to help us in business. Like I always say, we are living in very competitive times when physical or geographical boundaries have been eroded. There is so much competition 
particularly because of the growing advances in internet-based technologies. Now, because of this, you find that businesses always have to find a way in which to survive. And offering a low price is not always the key to success. Truth be told, in these times we are living, lowering prices may really not be such a good idea as entrepreneurs are striving to rake in every single bit of revenue, every puller, every kwacha, every dollar, every rand. We need to rake in as much revenue as we can in order to survive. So rather than lowering your prices and probably starting price wars, which you will probably lose out to bigger players who enjoy economies of scale, why not embrace your Africanness as a source of competitive advantage? Create an advantage that sets your hustle, your business, your company apart from the rest. One that customers are willing to pay a premium price for. So what exactly does this mean? I love the way that Mr. Ngwane begins his book by encouraging us to be proud of our identity, to be proud of who we are as Africans. Now, as Africans and particularly as custodians of Ubuntu, we have our unique ways of communicating of interacting and relating to each other. We are very respectful, very empathetic and hospitable. We realize as custodians of Ubuntu that without each other, we are nothing. And so we look out for each other and we embrace our communities. We embrace our families for our own success. So how about we harness these awesome traits that we have into our everyday business interactions? How about we do not leave the dignity and Ubuntu at home, back in the village, and rather carry these with us into business? Why am I mentioning this? Now, I have sadly observed that because of desperation for making money, quite a number of African entrepreneurs are being tempted into dishonest and disrespectful practices. For instance, I can recall quite a few occasions where I've been left grossly disappointed by a tailor or a cobbler or any other um, hustler or entrepreneur who tells me they will be through with my order at a certain time. Only to find out that it may take two or three days longer. Now, recently I engaged a certain, uh, you know, small business um, enterprise owner 
who is doing a courier business, you know, to deliver a parcel to my family back home. <laughs> Dishonesty. After paying the full fee up front, the parcel was never delivered. No communication, no apology, nothing. How about those times when someone providing you with a service tells you they will be with you shortly and they turn up an hour or two later? To me, that is really disrespectful. And if we are to succeed, we need to move from this practice. It is not to say that we are naturally disrespectful people. Far from it. When we are in our homes and communities as Ran or as custodians of Ubuntu, Ubuntu advocates for respect for elders, for the young, for women, for visitors, and even strangers. Ubuntu even advocates for respect for the dead and the unborn children. So, one way of showing respect to our customers is by being punctual, dependable, reliable. It shows that you value and respect your customers' time, their money, and their loyalty. So, being proud of our identity also manifests in the way we present ourselves to the world and to the customers. Indeed, we are in a global village where we are reaching out to customers from all walks of life, different backgrounds, different cultures, different languages. So really, in order to adapt to our markets, we, 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 we cannot be speaking, for example, to customers in foreign lands who don't understand our native language in our native language. We might need to adapt and speak to them in English or any other language. However, the manner in which we address them, the manner in which we welcome and interact with them, has to show that we are Vanu. We are the custodians of Ubuntu and we have Uno. Just this past week, I was in my home village, as I've said before, in Vukutwa village in Nyanga, in Zimbabwe. Now, I couldn't help but observe in awe the warmth with which I was received, not only by my family, but even the neighbors too. Now, I hadn't been to my village in quite a while. What with the COVID-19 pandemic, it's been quite really a couple of years since I last visited my village. And so as I was meeting uh, different people in my village, some of these people, I was actually meeting them or visiting their homes for the first time. Yet that didn't make them any colder towards me. They warmly welcomed me in their homes, greeted me with much love and affection, and we chatted as if we had known each other forever. It's the spirit of Ubuntu. I also noticed how they would never allow me to leave their homes empty-handed 
or without sharing a meal with them. Of course, like I always say, you are in business and cannot be expected to be dishing out freebies to customers. You will go broke. However, the manner in which you welcome both potential and actual clients should be as warm as Ubuntu advocates for. Pleasant smiles, warm and genuine greetings. These have a positive effect on the customer, making them feel important and valued. Now, studies have shown that where customers feel valued, where they are satisfied, they are likely to spend more. Now you tell me, who doesn't want that in their businesses? Don't go away. Stay tuned for the final segment of this episode. Thank you for staying tuned. We can never overstate the importance of upholding our African values. Let me also quickly add that it is not all the values or practices that we have as Africans that are good for business. This is a topic for another show. But let us hold strongly to the good aspects of our culture, of our Ubuntu. In a generation that is highly tech-savvy and exposed to so much information, it can be really difficult to preserve our African values with pride. Yet, doing exactly that may be the only thing that can separate us from the rest in the marketplace. My challenge to you this week is that you embrace your Africanness with pride in the way you talk, behave, and run your business. Don't leave your good Ubuntu values at home. Don't leave your good Ubuntu values in your motherland. Take them with you to work. Take them with you abroad. Take them with you to your hustle. And yes, even as you are clicking and typing away, navigating your way through social media on your laptop or your digital device, you still need to be respectful, to be honest, to be empathetic, to be hospitable, just as Ubuntu advocates for. So until next time, Take care and remember to be immensely proud of your Africanness. Goodbye.